Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. This is our second video show. If you're watching or listening to us on the Mayo Media Network, you can see what we look like and watch the podcast in full form on our YouTube channel, which is on the Challenge, which you can find if you search in YouTube, uh, the Challenge Chronicles. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or most other places that you listen to podcasts. You can buy Challenge Chronicles merchandise at bigdubdiesel.com dub with two b's and we'll leave leave a link in the show description and if you want to listen to older episodes of the show that we've done in the past we have all of our uh recaps of seasons of older seasons of the challenge from battle of the seasons through the island in our podcast feed we'll leave some of those in the show description below um we've also done episodes on top seasons top competitors of the challenge and a preview of the uh much anticipated og season uh which we'll leave down below too. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. And we're here to talk about episode 11 of Double Agents, right? It was 11? Um, yep, there was 11. Why 11? Dude, this mission. Well, all right. So right off the top, uh, yeah, I was wrong about Lolo. You guys were right. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think... I'm just sick because I don't want anybody so, off of it because everybody I bet on for the stupid bet yeah, when they're like leaving or getting injured. So that's the thing. Like, how many episodes of the show do you think she had ever watched before? I mean, she was on basically the show. I know, but do you, think, do you think she had ever, like, seen... And, and it, she hosted the World of Worlds 1 reunion. Do you think she's ever seen an episode of the show? Like, do you even think she yeah, went back? Do you, do you I think, think she's seen an episode, but she was did actually, she study like, literally, it? if you go back and rewatch the World of Worlds one, she's actually good. She, like, knows what she's talking She's not Nick Young. She knows what because, she's like, talking she, about. So she's clearly watched some of the show. She she knew what she was getting into, and she, she couldn't she, handle it. She seems like she's the type of person that, like, would be on a show and not actually go back to see what she was like on the show. I mean, she you hosted know, a reunion on the show so, and, like, was able to discuss it. Like, she... Talked like somebody who had seen the show at the very least. She this was is not me. Nick Young. She this, was competent. This this is me just leading into like she didn't have enough knowledge of the show to know that she's probably going to get a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and everybody seen, last last season got a chance to skull because she like if you look at the like group of people around her when she's quitting, like some of them looked like really confused. They're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, if you look at like, look at Fessy and Josh, they're well, like a lot of them there. There was, yeah, it was like, the last episode was standing there there's like, the like, like because people. Like, people couldn't believe it. They're like, she's really quitting. Like, so do you th- like, what I don't, do you think I don't find that excuse, dude. I don't think that that, I don't think that's why she was actually, I think she was just done. Yeah. I don't think that like, she was quitting because she, she thought she couldn't get in. I think. She, what do you think she quit then? I think. She I don't know. That's what I'm saying. She was, I think she was miserable. I think she was done. I think she was like upset that she wasn't winning and was like the kids saying, Screw you guys, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home and playing Xbox. Here's yeah, what I, I think, think happened. Of this is what I think it was. She was an Olympic athlete. If you compare her in episode one to where she is in episode eleven, the challenge house broke the Olympic athlete. And the reason it broke her was just the being on camera that long without a break, number one. I don't think she was prepared for that. Because I mean, she, on Champs versus yeah, Stars, she's on Big Brother, right? She was on, yeah, she's on Big Brother. That's different, though. It's really? a completely different game, in my opinion. Because Big Brother's politics. That's it. This yeah, is that, that's terrible. Her, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but here's the thing: 
the challenge is also a physical competition, and she didn't win a single. I think she was thing. pissed. She's getting it handed to her by Big T and by yes. Casey. Like she's pissed that she's like Big, showing up for this, and it's like, why am I not just winning? Big T winning that event broke her. Like she was done after it would, that. It would be really interesting to have a conversation with her and just be like, "So, like, what happened? Like, like, like a real conversation. Like, a, you probably have I to mean, have a like, conversation. I'm not that. I'm you probably have to have a conversation." You'd have to have a conversation with her where it like wasn't being recorded. You know what I mean? So you could mm-hmm. get like the actual like off the record. And, Maybe yeah, have a sports could, psychologist with you. Yeah, and Rob, she could say exactly what you said and just be like, "I was mentally done." You know what I mean? I couldn't handle it. Um, like I think I was, what it was. I think she was done. Yeah, because like I don't. Like, yeah, I don't like know. On like, champs versus she was a mess, and they mess. were in an LA hotel. They were not being recorded the whole time. They had plenty of free time. They were just they were going out to the park and like playing touch football and they were playing touch football and she's flipping out. Like like it's just like it's not it's just not there, dude. Like Do you think and I actually I kind of feel bad for her in the sense that she's mm-hmm. like she's thirty eight. This is her first season on the show. She clearly seems like somebody who's just not great at maintaining social relationships in any setting. And then she's paired with a partner who has somewhat of a language barrier, even though I think most people can sympathize with him for the most part. And deep, yeah. clearly he was like not prepared to deal with Lolo. Yeah. But like, I just, I, I think it, I just think it wasn't there, man. Like you, you just can't, you can't just be an athlete. You have to have, there's a special kind of edge and a special kind of mentality you have to have to be on the show and be successful. And she didn't have it. Yeah. And the, what I'm about to say might come across as controversial and I mean it, kind of seriously but also in jest so anybody that's going to get up in arms if you listen to the show i tend to be the the uh the court jester if you will because i'll just say uh, it well my my uh gmail account disagrees okay so uh she publicly and i mean this very publicly if you go on her twitter you go on her wikipedia page what i'm about to say is very public homegirl is saving her virginity for marriage She's 37, 38. That girl just needs to get laid and release some tension, man. She is wound tighter than a friggin' drum watching the show. Seriously. She so where where is she from again? Like what, what's her background? She's like, from she went to Stanford, right? So yeah, but she's no, not she from to, didn't she go to LSU? Didn't we look this up? Oh, I think LSU. we did. No, it was right. LSU. It was LSU. Let's see here. Yeah. But like where is she from? Like, is she from some small town in the Midwest? Like, she is, she from, from, I don't even think it's like Des Moines, that, Iowa. I think she's from Des Moines, Iowa, Rob. Des Moines is like a not a not like for a place in Iowa, it's not like a right. Anything. But if you were What's to compare the conservative Des Moines, Iowa to even Atlanta, it is a different world, completely many, different um, world. It's 214,000. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. That's a pretty decent size because my like, town of Birmingham is bigger that, than Des Moines. Really. I just think. <laughs> I think it's more so just the fact that she is an Olympic athlete. I think you just have such a different, like, training and a mentality regimen there that doesn't prepare you for something like this. Like, I think it's just, I think it's just different, man. And people, like, want to make it this binary thing where it's just, it is or it is, like, it is a sport or it's not. And she just, she didn't have it and she thought she would. There was another really good comment she made in her confessional. She was like, some of these people's training is just drinking beers. I should be able to beat these people. And that was a comment that she made in one of her confessionals. And it was obviously shot after she decided to quit because she had yeah. the same clothes, the same hairstyle as she did at the end of the episode. Well, she had that. If you go back, I want, we honestly, before this season, because we've been paying attention to it a lot and it has come up a lot. 
I think she's been in that outfit multiple times. So I think she was shooting a lot of confessionals after she left earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. So it's we need to. Possible. Let, so I wrote this down in my notes, and I want to see what you guys think. Is this one of the best edits ever in an episode for someone that left the show? Like, I mean, they like really positive? handled. Yeah, they handled this with like kid gloves. I think that, I think were, they've made a conscious decision to change how they edit people who leave the show because I I think that's a good change. Just because they've had so many people that have had mental, like legitimate mental health issues from being on the show, that they just that's something they need to pivot to. They need to be something that's more okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's think about. The I think that, it's a, that's a completely conscious change. Well, let's let's think about the people that it happened with this season. The only person that left voluntarily was uh, Leo, Leo right? And that was for good yeah. reason. So, like, I think that, but he didn't really get like much of. He had like one confessional or like one kind of like scene before he decided he had a few that, sympathetic confessionals. Yeah. He had him talking to a few different people. Like yeah. Because he was who, talking who, to he Nani had, and Yeah, he had yeah. one scene with Nani and then he, he was gone, right? That was pretty much it. Um who it, it, dude, it is was, crazy just like thinking like we've got so much freaking Lolo and Nam and it's just leading up to Lolo leaving. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. have a hot take about this episode that is gonna probably shock both of you. I thought this was the best single episode since War of the Worlds won. And I'm not kidding. And I have reasons. I have lots of reasons. Why? I thought this episode was garbage. No, I thought this was amazing because I finally have figured out the storytelling holes that we've been missing because they were just planting seeds the entire season. And now we are seeing those things blossom into storylines that are happening now. Think about this. Beginning of the season, Darrell multiple times in a confessional as a sideways comment. You can't trust those big brother people, man. You got to watch your back with them. What did he do this episode? He became the big brother people. He turned his back on the OGCT because it was better for his game to work with the big brother people. So, like, they were planting seeds for the fact that Darrell was going to side with new cast members over the OGs that are on the show. We're going to need to have, like, a show of, like, top six weirdest trace armstrong challenge takes like this is like <laughs> like Devin, what's what's weirder this or paula being best female ever this this is like, okay. this is really out here's the another storyline like, that has been slowly... I thought it, like i i thought it was good for i thought i would say this is the best episode to not include an elimination outside of finals in like a very very long time so this is you. So when was the last episode that you think was better than this? The Laurel episode in World of Worlds. Two? I think it was better. No, no, no. Than Trace, World of Worlds. He said World of the World. World One. Yeah, I. World of Worlds One. World of the World One. So you think yeah. this is better than that? <laughs> this is a scorching this hot. Is, I told you, I'm coming in hot tonight, man. I've had my weeds. I'm this, like, sober, this drinking my soda like, water, man. Like I'm, I'm this coming so in this hot. Is, this is just like, like, like. So, so this is better than the cut-up episode of D last season. The episode oh, that's the with... worst. Well, the, no. the unreleased version. Oh, no, the, the original version, yeah, the yeah, unedited yeah, yeah. D. Yes, no, it is better than after that. that. The episode um, at the beginning the of the season, you got mad at me for not saying what's the best episode ever when it was Nelson uh, Nelson sacrificing himself for Corey. I, th- I said that was a very top tier episode now no, no, go back and listen to the tape you you it's hyperbole we're doing a show here it's entertainment well, <laughs> but we're uh, holding you to at this point all right 
But the, right. the way that I felt watching this episode is several little storyline seeds that had been sprinkled that seemed to be leading nowhere started to pay off in this episode. I agree. The Nam Lolo situation finally paid off. Right, finally. Good. We can put that to bed. Don't put have to that go to bed. But what was really funny, I thought at the end, was Nam saying, hey, Lolo, love you. Wait, no. Uh, I mean, love you like love. No, like like you. And he was trying really hard not to tell Lolo he loved her because she's Man, a little a lot, of, a lot of bad partner chemistry this season. <laughs> um, right. So you had that. You had Darrell. And the other storyline, and I'm telling you, this is where this is going. CT is not going to help Big T get a skull. Period. That is not happening. I think you could help her get a skull. It's not a part of her team. I think you could be right. I think he's going to pick Cam if he wins the elimination. That would be such fire. Oh, my God. And I'm telling you, they have been I, – I, I, yeah, I, I, I usually am the that. first person to criticize the challenge oh. producers and editors, okay? I finally have figured out what's going on and what stuff is building to, and now I'm seeing that normally we have plot threads that go nowhere – all the plot threads I thought were going nowhere are starting to get paid off now. So like whoever is editing this season is really doing a good job because when this episode was over, I could not wait to watch next week's episode. And I, I rarely feel that way. Do you think he would do that because of he's in the same alliance with Kyle? Or do you think at that point he has a skull and it's like, screw you. Like he's about to throw himself in against Devin. Who cares? Yeah, but that's not voluntarily. You know what I mean? I, like, it is voluntarily. He's choosing to do no, it. No, like, he, he, he didn't choose for Devin to be in there, and everyone knows that he's going in regardless, and everyone's sympathetic well, towards him because everyone's sympathetic towards him going in now because everyone else knows that everyone is trying to not let him be in elimination. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. he, he doesn't have a choice here. He has to go in right now. Mm-hmm. If we just said Lolo was going to get a shot, I, I think if he, I think he could pass by now. I, I don't think he should. This, I think, I think this is did, the I shot. Like he, this is the shot. Mm-hmm. You know, like no, everyone gets I think, one. I think if he passed by, he'd still end up getting a chance to get a skull. I just don't think that's going to happen. I could be I wrong, know. but I don't think that's going to. I don't happen. know. I think Devin's right. He has a shot. He does not know if he's going to get another one, so he's got to shoot this one. If yeah. he gets Josh, he's happy. If he gets Devin. He's happy because he's probably going to beat Devin, but he's losing a number. So to me, him switching partners is about ensuring he doesn't get thrown back in because he's not mm-hmm. part of that Big Brother alliance. And the fact that he now knows that Darrell is working with them and Darrell finally chose a side, what will happen is is they will throw CT in there against everybody trying to get rid of his skull. This is the first we've seen Darrell doing anything, by the way. He, I he know. Actually, yeah. Outside of confessionals, I, literally the only thing he's done. I thought he was going to go in just because of like the huge visibility spike that he had at the start of the episode because they gave him a I lot of know. content like, er, very early on. But re- real quick, so like I think everyone gets their shot, but you have to be able to like take the shot. You know what I mean? Like it's it's very possible that Gabby's shot was last week and she just completely gone. Blew it. Um, see, so I, I don't even think it works like that. I think we get down to six people and there's still another elimination. And then like, I mean, like at that point, if there's going to be five skulls, like I just don't see how the math works out where anybody leaves with that one. No, it's I, 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 I think it's he would be fine. Um, so we talked about what, what do we think is going to happen with Nom in that spot now that like. We've had how well, many security breach. That's the most interesting part to me. Is what are the, what is that? Oh mean? yeah. So I think that's probably ties in. So it's who went home last week? Does Amber, Amber or M? M. Did she so just come back Amber, out? Is Amber M just walked back in? Probably. Probably. The other thing it could be is mercenaries. 
I mean, it's entirely possible that it's we a mercenary. We just usually get reports on that, don't we? We, 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 we about not that. necessarily. Dude, like they'd be advertising that this whole week if it was mercenaries. Yeah. You know what? You would have seen the mercenaries. But here's the thing: oh, can you imagine the... if, like, can you imagine if Polly and Laurel show up or something? I, I would be out of my mind. Well, see, if... here's what I here's what usually happens when they do mercenaries and they decide to promote it. It usually doesn't hit until Monday of next week when the Twitter push for the new trailer for the no, next No, because like on Vendetta's on the the like the be- first episode of the season, like the intro to the season, they showed the images of all eight of them walking in. They showed And the reason they did that is because for the first time and only time, and it should never happen again, the mercenaries were able to win their way into the game. No, so that, that was on Vendetta's not Final want. Reckoning. Final okay, Reckoning no. Yeah, and then Final Reckoning I'm pretty sure if you go back and watch it, at the very least, Hunter and Ashley are in the trailer. I mean, they end up winning. They kind of have to have them somewhere in the trailer. But because yeah, of the way that it was edited, that makes me think it was Amber M even more, right? Because if they show us They for didn't Amber show M, it. Yeah, I know. If So yeah. they didn't show it. Because if they did show it to us, and we saw that it was Amber M, it's like, eh, whatever. No, well, but, then, yeah, whatever. but then they just wasted an opportunity to leave us on the hook for a week. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, oh, who's going to be? Uh, like, there's a little bit of suspense. And mm-hmm. the fact that it's Amber M doesn't even factor into the. I, I think it's just somebody walking back in. Probably Amber M. My heart hopes for. I, I actually really like Amber M. But my heart hopes for Teresa. But I, I think it's just somebody walking back in. Honestly, I'd probably I probably prefer Teresa too. You know what I mean? Um, like, I, I actually did really like what Amber M brought. But yeah, definitely. I'd prefer Teresa. Toxic yeah. tea. Toxic to bring toxic tea back. Man, That's if she came need. back, so many females would be pissed like but like they've done this i mean she came back on x's too when it was like the final so i don't see why this is unprecedented who's the best person that they could bring back right now teresa been eliminated or what you can pick any any person i mean i would would really like like paulie and laurel to show up as a team that would would really make me know it's gonna be one woman yeah i mean if uh, in a perfect world we could pick anyone that could be cast reasonably if Laurel walked into the crater, I would pop like Jiffy. Like I would they go. They need insane. to do something like that. You know what I mean? Like, well, they why don't try to afford them. Like it sounds good in theory, but then people get mad. When did they do it? Well, like I mean, when Corey and Devin showed up, that's like the, the type of thing they're doing. Obviously, they're not the same level of character, but like that, that's um, I I don't think it was I would Corey Devin. Yeah, yeah, I know, but Devin. like they're still showing up two thirds the way in. See, and this isn't that was also in the context of like it was like twist season, you know what I mean? Like left, mm-hmm. right, like everything yeah, that happened. Everything was everything. That's true. Like this, this season has been like straight down the road for the most part. Mm-hmm. And in the last couple, the of only seasons, time they've had to do like, yeah, like I mean, they kind of. And this is what I really prefer is where they just set up the format, and then the format's very complicated, but they don't add twist to it. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. So, so um, is so there so was a lot Am- to it. Is Amber Go M just going to come in and she's going to be Nam's partner, or? Well, I think I think she comes in and then they kind of finagle some way where she works in with the elimination, and then I don't know, but I I think. So I yeah, it'll probably be. So they just have another guys rogue agent week again next week. Maybe. No, but which works out because that honestly actually really works out for them because they need they need to get more female skulls in the game anyways. Yeah, so that means they would probably want to have a woman's elimination next week, right? Oh, they have to. 
because the women still we've had they've had four women leave early this season. I know this is a variety of reasons. And they even had uh, they've already brought one back. back. Can they they should just bring Ashley back again? Why not have her have her come back for? She's probably still in Norway when they were or Iceland when they were filming that. She was probably still just chilling. (laughs) Three lives. Maybe they'll bring me back a third time. (laughs) They already gave her a million dollars. What's three chances to win a challenge season? Gosh. If she did come back and she somehow placed in the money, I mean, you just have to keep putting asterisks by Ashley's wins. I mean, <laughs> like a win is a win, but there's got to be a point where you win starting the, from the fucking first episode, okay? Like at some point, you have to be there for every single episode. We, we, that as from the, from I mean, from this point on, you just bet like you just blind bet Ashley to finish in the money. I guess. Yeah, so. but the, but see, then the odds makers every season would just put her at like two to one because there's a chance <laughs> exactly. they're going to bring her back. Minus four hundred. There's she no reason money. to like bet on Ashley because everybody expects her to show up at the end somehow with some weird substitution. Or so whatever. Devin, you really didn't like this episode? No, like I, I didn't thought, get. I thought, I thought the I thought the mission was. Hot garbage. Uh, I, probably, oh. I give this like a C. So this is my take on the mission. So and, and I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this next. So it's, it's it's good that you transitioned to that. So I think that this mission is one of those missions that it's probably way more fun for you to compete in as a competitor on the show than oh, it is definitely. for us to watch. You know what I mean? For us to watch, this it's is like too long. Yeah. Oh my God. Like how, how long in actual showtime do you think this was? It was like 15 minutes. No, it was 30. What? It was legitimately 30 minutes. How, oh how do they God. not just like show, show us Josh missing the rope. Show us Devin missing the rope. Show us CT and Big T killing it. Show us, you know, Leroy and Casey, some other team who did well. And then have the other teams, have them like go and then it'll say like DQ or give them the time. Like you've got to find yeah. a more efficient way to do this. All right. All right. So this so, is this is the one flaw in the episode. And I will agree. 30 minutes was way too long. But there were so many funny subplots sprinkled in that I was cool with it for what they were doing. Watching Josh fuck up again. Yeah. The so, goof. You know, like here, I love that CT just calls him the goof. By the, the way, that, the, the, that when, really when they had me. when they had the Chiron that popped up that said the goof on it, that that was pretty good. <laughs> it right, was so really good. I want to talk about this. So, Josh's account of what happened, <laughs> I thought was true. fucking hilarious because he said this is what he said. So I think it's if you look at it, I think what happened with him and Devin is very fair. If you look at the rope, it looks like the wind kind of blows the rope away from mm-hmm. them. To be fair to both of them, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't yeah. like a lot of people, like, Big T's was like, uh, TJ must have Perfect. told the helicopter pilot, like, I want this, like, don't, it doesn't matter what happens to the other guy, I want that rope, like, at her face as it comes in. Like, it, like the rope caught mm-hmm. Big T, not the other way around. But if you listen to Josh's account of what happened, he said, he said, he said that he was trying to, I may have the quote, let me see. All right, you know, no, I don't, it doesn't he, matter. He said so two he said, different things, by the way. No, no, he lied on. in one of them. He said that, he didn't think that he could get the other rope or he missed his other rope. And so he wanted to go for Nani's rope so he could get both of them onto the rope. He thinks he's going to be, he thinks he's James Bond and is going to be able to jump on the rope. <laughs> Why is it in any way like your instinct to go for that rope at the same time? You know what I mean? Like that, that's the part that seems like completely irrational. Josh is Because like, Josh is the goof. That's why. You have to like sell out for that rope. But uh, again, to be fair, I think for him and Devin, uh, 
it, it was definitely like looked like it faded work. away. It, it yeah. seems like it was yeah. It seemed like it was like on the mission on Rivals, um, where CT's climbing up the mm-hmm. rope and then it hits the water and then he's like getting or it hits the water, the wind, whatever, and his is getting like all shaken around and he falls off. That seems like kind of what but happened. But every there. other person that went, theirs never hit the water, but CT's yeah. was hitting the water. Yeah, exactly. CT knew that that can happen with the helicopter pilot, so he went up there and was like, If you don't give this right to Big T, I will punch you like Adam King and throw you out of this helicopter. <laughs> But here's the thing, though, about Josh's account that also doesn't jive. When he goes back to the group, he says he accidentally reached for Nani's rope instead of his. Okay? (laughs) So there was lie number two somewhere in there. And then lie number... Huh? He did did reach for Nani's rope. Right. But see, on the first account, on the first account, he said, I missed the rope. So I tried to also reach for our rope so that both of us could hang on. That was his confessional. So he had time to come up with a fake story. What he told the group at the mission uh, was, I, I just reached for the wrong rope. He did not have those other details until his confessional. He, he so was like, like J.R. Smith. Like, you guys you guys remember the NBA Finals play, right? Yeah, Where J.R. Yeah, Smith yeah, yeah, yeah. grabs the rebound, dribbles the ball out instead of passing it to LeBron or shooting it back, back up for the layup. And clearly on the court, J.R. Smith mouths the words, I didn't, like, I thought we were up. Like, you didn't realize they were tied. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards, he has his post-game presser where he's like, oh... I wanted to, I don't know, just not, not what. That is exactly what happened. And that's what cracks me up. (laughs) But I also say that, yes, his rope did get blown away when he reached for it. So to me, instead of trying to come up with this cockamamie story, he should have just told the truth and said, yeah, my rope blew the other way. So I tried something stupid and it didn't work. Like, okay, great. It's still funny. You don't have to look even dumber. Yeah, I I am going to be very depressed if Big T Big T and CT do have a a, a split up here. They, they, oh, it's been, coming! I guarantee yeah, it. Like they are planting the seed. We saw something in the like that mid season trailer. We don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking. We don't have to. I don't know. If we, we don't have to talk about for those the people that haven't no, watched. I, it. I, but, they shouldn't um, show that at all. Um, they, 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 I agree. It's ridiculous. They shouldn't show it. But they um. Because, like, when they were in the beginning of the episode, and he was talking to her about, like, he did, like, the whatever, and he was, like, explaining the contraption to her, and she was, like, what? It cuts off my blood pressure? And then he says, oh, it helps your muscles grow. And then there's just, like, this glow on her face, like, it helps my muscles grow? Like, she was so excited to do it. And then she, I mean, she smoke-showed the mission when they got yeah. to it. Like, that, that was... My favorite part of that is, first of all, if you had told me before this started and they all went that Big T and CT were going to win, yeah, you but got, other you got people kept saying she's it. this like by far worst female competitor who's been to maybe not, maybe Big T. Maybe she's more not. Than think about. Yeah, maybe she's better than Zahida. Or it could have just been. Go ahead. Is she a good swimmer? Is that what this is? Yes. Here was what happened. So after the mission, she and CT are on the boat, and CT's like how did you do that? And she goes, well, I was all swim team in high school, but I'm out of oh, practice. Oh, she said that? Yes. She's like, hey, but I'm out that? of practice. Oh, no, I missed that. Well, yeah, and she's go. like, but I mean, I'm out of it. practice, so I didn't want to say anything. She also and then said she's I a take pole, pole dancing classes, and that's why she was able to hang on to the rope, because she's used to hanging on to just the pole for her pole dancing class. So yeah. it combined these two. It's just like this perfect storm of moron that combined that pole dancing glasses and swimming happen to coincide in the same mission. I mean, swimming. I think swimming is the most overrated to go on the challenge, but like uh, it, it comes really into play nice, big time. Remember, in. like like that pretty much won I, the duel for Wes. Remember the first time around? Yeah, because remember, like, he I think it's with swimming. It's just very selective. Like yeah, it's but like when it happens, it pays off big. 
I mean, it won the duel for him like, because it kept him out of the last People talk about duel. swimming. Like, my thing is with swimming, people talk about it in the same breath as, like, running, endurance. Yeah, it shouldn't be as often. I agree. I agree. No, yeah, it's, I, like, I, a yeah. very specialized skill set. Like, there are entire seasons where swimming does not come into play at all. Yeah, it doesn't no, I even agree. come up, and it's never in finals. People always talk about it like it's in finals. No, it is it in finals sometimes. In the finals since, it, it's but it's not been a, it's It has been not a been in the finals. War of the Worlds two, it was kind of in a final, but every the the order the swimming was barely any part of it, and the people who finished the purge are the exact same order of the people who finished the puzzle. The swimming was barely a part of even that. And since invasion has not come up at all. Um, but any, but yeah, I, I'm going to be very depressed if they do if they do have us. But it does it does also seem like they gave us a lot of like Kyle and Cam wanting to stick together, and specifically Kyle wanting to keep Cam. So I thought that was. Um, That's why I think CT's going to pick Cam after he wins. Yeah, his it kind of remind me of like Car- Cara, Maria, and Theo from War of the Worlds One with that pairing where each of them has friends on different sides of the house. So they just never get called in. Mm-hmm. We like. Is it an indication that there's just not much going on that we're seeing this much of Gabby and Amber B drama? Like it's two episodes in a row now. Yeah, like think about a, how much it's been so much of Amber B. I rem- like last week. I think it's understandable about why we saw much Am- Amber B because it was a build up to her getting thrown in. But this week, like we didn't need it at all. Like it didn't need there to be no there. relevance to it in the episode at all. I th- I g- this I- episode, no. I think it's going to come into play again because of Darrell choosing the Big Brother side. There is going to be a piece of this that comes back up. I think. Right, if so, we got like a if we got like a live feed on what Darrell's been up to this season, what do we think he's doing? Darrell, and this is what I think. Darrell was trying to play the same game he always does because CT called it in his confessional. He said Darrell likes to hide in the weeds, stay low under the radar, and then Speaking get into a final, final and whoop everybody. Yeah, and that's then when he gets to the yes, final, he whoops anything. everybody. He's that's his game. Good on TV. But I mean, this season, he's kind of done that. But now he's got to pick a side for the first time. In a lot of his seasons, though, I, I feel like that's a, a pretty accurate description of his gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's never the best. He's never the worst during the missions. And then when it's time for the final, he smoke shows. That's what yeah, happens. He, he, he never really puts... I think now he's moved, probably putting a little bit more into the missions. But usually he doesn't put much juice into the missions. especially Because you, you would say that he's definitely one of the best male competitors of all time, right? But if you just focused yeah. on the daily missions, and if you ranked the best daily mission competitors of all time, he wouldn't be one of them. I just don't think he tries even in them, though. Like, he's even... That could be possible. Yeah, that could be... I think... Yeah, it, I don't know. But, like, it's it's a thing for him. And if you look at some of his stats and go back and look at it, like, on Fresh Meat 1, like, he turns it on towards... It, like, late, he'll turn it on and win a few missions. But I just mm-hmm. don't think he tries early on. When he has to. That's the thing. Yeah. And then the one season where he was completely out of political favor, Fresh Meat 2, he's gone after the first episode because there was no way. Like, even if he get made it out of that first episode, he would not have been able to play his normal game in Fresh Meat 2 because he would have had to pick a side, Kenny or Wes, at some point. Well, my guess is, is he would not pick Wes after the fact that Wes made it his mission to get Darrell out. So, right, so I'm going to look this up right now. I don't now. think he always plays the middle as much as he always plays quiet. Like, he's not in the middle on the ruins. He picks a side. Pretty, like, I think he's just more so he'll pick a side if there's a side that's really dominant. Yeah, and on the ruins, you're going to pick the Evan Kenny side. And he was kind of like, if you remember on the ruins, there was a moment where he said to Evan, 
hey, if I go in this elimination, will you keep me out of the last one? He's well, like, he I'll go two. in and pull. Yeah, exactly. And so that was the thing. He went in, he pulled Danny around and whooped Danny. And then he went in and again he and he beat Kahuta. And he he asked Evan, like, hey, if I go in this time, will you keep me out of the last one? And Evan was like, yeah, duh, that's great. Great deal. We're we're in. And because so, they like, him in the final. Like, there's no yes. reason for them to not want to have Darrell in the final. Uh, yes. Except to not uh, have to give up a larger share of the money. All right, so I'm going to look for this right now. And I think we could probably come up with the answer before I look it up. Who do you think has the most daily wishing? daily mission wins of all time it's got to be johnny he's been on so many yeah it teams. has to be right it has to be johnny yeah. i mean 20 plus do, seasons today what are you going to look it up on the wiki i just googled it and then i'm going to see what comes up first okay because the wiki didn't keep track of it for a while yeah i would have johnny. put johnny and then i actually would have put um after Johnny, you, you'd have you, you're going to have a couple janky ones in there because of yeah, the team it's not going to be as clear as you think because there's so much easier to win t- missions when it was teams versus individuals. Obviously, like okay. Katie well, yeah. probably has That's a good why... team mission record because yeah. she was on a lot of winning teams. So it looks like someone has a Google Doc that's up to date through. Wiki, I think the Wiki page does has it have an. I used to keep track of it. I just had to stop it. I, I couldn't have it all in the same database. You think it's on? Because. Uh... Johnny wins at least sure three, eight. like every season he's guaranteed to win three. And then there was even like vendettas and final reckoning. He was winning a lot. He's he's good, he only two on final reckoning. I don't think he's, I don't think he usually wins that many now. I think it's that's still like, pretty good. A couple of seasons. No, it's still good. I don't think it's not good, but I'm saying like. I mean, if he, he just, averages just two been, a season, he, that's 40. <laughs> no, he, he's, probably, he's probably got way more than that too. Because think about like on Bloodlines, for example, he's on the red team, which wins every single mission. Mm-hmm. Where do you look for it on the website? The wiki? I, I don't think they'd have, I don't know if they have like somewhere. I'm just going to look this so up. Through, I, I'm very confident he has the most. Well, I know. So through a couple of years ago, when this spreadsheet that I'm looking at now was made, it, it's Johnny. And then CT. I would have said CT next because he was on those Inferno seasons where there were two dailies. What would constitute a single episode now would be two dailies. Uh, for that so person, like those infernos he was winning hand over fist in the infernos rob and this person actually segmented it out uh so those wins are for individual and small team performance wins so that's uh, not even his total amount of wins this person went the extra mile yeah he has to have the most by a lot yeah because think about how many yeah, missions I'll they won on gauntlet three like gauntlet three alone johnny probably had seven oh, right ruins, there. oh my the ruins God. they won all but one so guess when you uh, when you do just like team performance, guess who has the most? It's not Johnny. At least as of when this was written. Team uh, performance. I would have said somebody like random. You know what I mean? Like you're, only, you're thinking like, along the right lines. If I'm you thinking think about Katie it, Doyle, like Katie no. Doyle-ish range. No. <laughs> I th- Is it male or female? It's, it's got to be somebody. No, it's got to be a road ruler, and it's got to be so, somebody who's done ro- like a lot of Think about who's done a lot. Yeah. And who and who played at that period of time. You know what I mean? Who played throughout that entire stretch? Derek Kaczynski of would have been Derek Kaczynski. I would, no, I would think I would think like Abram. He came around a little bit later. It is Abram. Because if you think it about it, he was around. He's on Road Rules, he's on the men's team in Sexes too, and he's also on the badass teams. Like he's, he's on like, Gauntlet One too. Yeah. That's he's the on, like, yeah. He's pretty 
there was only one. No, I guess there were two. There were two seasons before he started that could have conceivably been part of this list, right? Sex like Battle of the Seasons would have been one. Seasons. Those are the only two that he wasn't on that he could have been. And then he was probably on. So Gauntlet won. He was on a couple of Infernos. He was on all three Infernos, wasn't he? Because he was on at least two of them. Yeah, he was, he was on Inferno 1 as well. So yeah, he was on all three. Yeah, so he was on all three Infernos. He was not on Gauntlet 2. Um, so yeah, that's a that's an interesting stat because he hadn't been around in a while. I mean, Bloodlines, his first appearance before Bloodlines was Cutthroat. No, Battle of the Exes. Yeah, oh, so Maria, for, second. So for luck, no, you got to sort it. It took me a second to see that too. Well, what did you sort it by? Just total wins. So if you look at... Oh, I was wins, sorting it by difference. Okay. No, sort by total wins. So it's Abram. Number two, if you think about it, think... All right, guess, guess who number two is and think about for, for women who, who fits that same criteria. If you think along the exact same lines... You'll Veronica. Be it. Yeah, it's Veronica. Veronica. Because she was on all the good Road Rules teams that won in the early days. And she was literally on all of she those She was on seasons. Badasses. Yeah, because she was on... I'm honestly surprised that she doesn't have more than Abram. Because if you think about it, she was on... Well, she was on the very first Battle of the Sexes. But she was on the women's team that... Like, how she many was gone. Yeah, she was gone quick. And they didn't Not even much. win very much. She also long. leaves relatively early. Yeah. In a couple, yeah. So, like, Gauntlet then, 1 was really her first appearance. She was also on Battle of the Seasons on yeah, the Road Rules team. Yes. Oh, but she's right. gone right away. Uh, yes. Yes, and Veronica. Yeah, but she go, she's gone right away. They go home, like, first episode, though, don't they? Because they it's were the like, fourth-place yeah, team. I think they're actually the first team to go home. Yeah, they were the fourth-place team, and the Road Rules inner circle voted them out, and it caused the whole brouhaha of it's not fair <laughs> and whatever. Um, All right, so for – let's look at this. So now that I have this sorted again. So for small team slash individual performance, it's pretty much exactly what you would guess. It goes – Johnny, Cara. I should frame all of this. This was done a couple years ago, so this is bad data. Or not great data, I would say. So it's Johnny, Wes, CT, Zach, Evan, Cara Maria, Paula, Sarah Rice. I'm curious what they even qualify as a win. Because like like in World Wars 1, for example, three separate pairs win. Vendettas, you have three people win. To me, that's a win. win. If If you are in the winner's circle i'll say if you are part of the troika you're considered a winner for the day yeah all right um what else we want to talk about about this well i think like what do we think about like the dev a lot of things were interesting to me about like the dev and josh contrast for one why are they only the only two on the table like why are we why don't we just not even put a gold skull in um well, both of the, what do you mean? Both of them do have skulls. Well, I know. Why don't we just put Nam or Corey in? Or Corey can't go in. Why don't we just put Nam or Durant? They have not explained if two people without skulls go in, does the winner get to steal a skull? Yeah, from exactly. And so if we put Nam in against CT, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he doesn't even get a skull when he wins. I think what it is, I think we, from what we've seen, based on the evidence of this over the last, like, season and a half or season and three quarters, the person who is in charge of who can throw whoever into elimination, they have an inordinate amount of power, right? They're pretty much calling the shot when it comes to the house house vote by and large. 
Well, and, he didn't, though. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm I'm speaking in general, right? Like in general, I think that, sure. that that's kind of what we've seen. Um, and I guess why? So why would they go with Devin as opposed to? Let, let's think about their other options. It would be Kyle, but Nom, they're not going to. Nom, Nom or Darrell are the two other options for non skulls. But Darrell is on that side of the vote with the Big Brother people. Well, doesn't he yeah, want to go and he needs a skull? I'm, yeah, but he doesn't uh, have he power. Really. Want to go against CT. Mm-hmm. Why? CT, but, like, they is CT know. Is going to put himself in at that point? Yes. Yeah. Because here's the thing: they, he, the Leroy. If you watch some of these YouTube after shows that they've been doing. Leroy specifically said they went to CT and said, we're going to freeze you out. We are not ever going to put you in to the vote. Then, we will like, never that makes, allow you the doesn't make sense then. I think it, then they should put, they should put in not, they should put in Nama, they should put in Darrell. But they, but see, that's where I think we're missing information. Maybe the cast knows that they can just steal any skull they want. And so the cat, or maybe they don't know that. And so they're not going to risk, that. they're not going to risk CT winning and then stealing Fessy's skull because now Fessy has to go back in and they've got to manipulate the vote and do all that. It's easier for them to get rid of Devin because a, he's one of CT's numbers. Nobody likes Devin really, except for a small handful of people. And even if they throw Kyle in cams connected to Kyle right now. And what if they swerve them and it's in a female elimination day, then cam has to go back in. Like these people, all they do is sit there and think through these scenarios when they're, on set filming so we're just not privy to all of the information that they have look there, so there's think, plenty of time for the producers to tell them something that we're not aware so of I think, I think i don't think that they could have done Darrell because they it was a, a straight split down the middle right they said that it was a straight split in well nam and leroy actually voted for lolo and nam they didn't vote for devin yeah but they it was seven steps. okay so if we if we tallied up all the people in the house, would they have had it? So would they have had enough numbers to do that vote? Re- regardless, I, I don't think that's a point. I, I think the point that you made that they could have done NOM does make sense, though. I think that they would have definitely have done NOM. I, I don't get why they didn't do that, because that's also a tougher get for CT, right? Yeah, like it's a tougher holding... opponent, and if we don't, then you don't know what happens with this skull. Yeah. Um... Unless they do know what happens with the skull, and they chose not to do that deliberately, but we as the viewer... They have left it very ambiguous. I think if that 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 could be the case, but if that is the case, we'll know by next week because somebody will have leaked that. So the argument against, and I know you're going to disagree with it, but the argument, yeah, I don't get it. So it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't even because it, it also what also didn't make sense to me is Devin gives this speech when they're at the deliberation about like and everybody praises him for oh even the people who don't like Devin or against Devin are like oh it's a good speech when he says oh. If you give me to CT, I'm a layup for CT. He'll beat me easily, and you would rather go against me in a final CT. Josh fits that exact same description, but to a much higher degree. Like yes. there, there's no, there's no nothing that Devin's talking about that doesn't also fit Josh. There, but there is Josh stuff he's doesn't talking about that doesn't that. fit Nam. <laughs> that that is a really big contrast. Me, that's also something I wanted to point out. Devin has enough like self assurance and self confidence where he can actually put himself down to advance his game and try to do that. Josh doesn't have that. He doesn't have that Dude, level of self assurance. The the line of the episode was when Devin said that he's the IT guy and that him and Anissa are in the they're van. in the van. They're they're not yeah. field agents. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. He's very self aware. Like Rob nailed it. And you know what? In a different season with a different cast, that speech really could have swayed some votes. 
but there was a very distinct line. Of I just think Sam Josh fits that exact same description. Like, there's nothing he's talking about that doesn't also fit Josh. I agree if with we put, you. If like, we put Devin versus Josh in the final, I'm betting on Devin. I'm betting on Devin too. <laughs> I don't get why. But Josh thinks he's really good. That's the problem. Like Josh, Josh legitimately he's believes he's good. I don't get why they. I don't really get why they don't put Nam in. I think that those are the two yeah. that it comes down to. It yeah. comes down to Nam because. Leroy's not going in. The only thing with Nam is apparently they don't want like they, they, they want to keep Nam and Lola together because they hate each other so much. That's been somewhat of a narrative. But I think like eventually you have to like you, I I just would have done that. I don't I don't well, I don't see what weird, they have. There was a weird I, I think side what they gain by getting rid of Devin. Like the thing is too. So getting rid of Devin is getting rid of one of CT's quote unquote numbers, but you already have the numbers to put Devin in, so you don't need any CT to have any less numbers. You already have the numbers on CT. Yeah, I don't get why they didn't put in Nam. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, one of the side comments was, is Lolo was like, you know, these are the people we're working with and the people I'm working with aren't helping me get in. So, like, I'm wondering who, if, Who like, are the people she's working with? Exactly, she we don't she, know. She, so, for all we know, was, Nam was working with Nani. In, she said she was in the Big Brother Alliance the whole time. She said that Yeah, but, like, Nam time. is, like, friends with, like, Devin and Jay. In, in CT and Kyle and those yeah, guys, like yeah. Yeah, like, not that group. Yeah, he's he's definitely he's definitely on the opposite alliance. It's okay. funny how Cam and Ky- like the Cam and Kyle are in a similar position to them, and then they have friends with different sides of the house. And Cam and Kyle are able to like work that relationship perfectly. And for Lolo and Nam, it's just it's just not happening. It really helps them out a lot. Um, Kyle and Cam, that is, they're yeah. a really good team. Um, oh no, they're really good. That's benefited them quite a bit. They're they're a really good combination. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, again, they're, they remind me just a lot of like Carmory and Theo from More of the Worlds One. Just having like the, there are two people on two sides, of the house and there are two people on the top of two sides of the house. Mm-hmm. Well, Kyle knows that without Cam, he he's pretty much screwed in the game. So I think it's probably easier for him to compromise with Cam because, I mean, if I'm Kyle, I just want to keep Cam happy so she doesn't try to leave me or manipulate something so that I get. Stuck I don't. I think the only way she, she's she's getting taken, if anything. I mean, she could definitely get taken, but yeah. um, I I don't see her wanting to go back in. But and that's why I really think CT's going to steal her, and that's what this episode. There were so many little threads they opened up, and there were certain comments in the confessionals. Like one of the things they were talking about when Kyle and Cam were going during the daily mission. They specifically pointed out that Kyle and Cam are a good team, but it's mostly because of Cam. And so people in their confessionals were like not high on Kyle. And if those confessionals were filmed after, which we're assuming they were, this elimination and everything, that switch might have already happened. And so they're providing context to events that we didn't know are about to pay off. Now, I could be wrong. I am taking a guess based on what they have been editing this season and what I've been seeing build and now seeing some of this stuff pay off. I'm convinced that's where it's headed. I, I did really like Corey pulling out the notebook and like, oh he pretty much got it right. He's like taking a page out of Laurel's. He, he, see, this thing, Corey's really gotten reality TV savvy now. He, he knows yeah. what's up. He's also Is, the one who pointed out, like went right to the board and pointed at Nam was like, Hey, they're going to do something about this when, when Nam doesn't have a partner or we're short the numbers on females again. He, mm-hmm. He's very aware now. He he knows what's going on. Yeah. How many seasons has he been on? How he's many on, like, like, reality TV appearances does he have? It's because I mean, he's on Teen one. Mom. He's been on X on the Beach. He's been yeah. On... He's got like he's putting up like Wester and Nisa numbers at this point. Yeah, 
One, because I mean, I'm still three. shocked that they had that show X on the peak with Laurel, and I didn't know Laurel was on it till like it was almost done. Uh, yeah, I would have definitely. She was watched on like that. two episodes. I would have watched, watched those episodes. two episodes to watch her and Nicole no, go just her turn into Nicole. a hot mess. It was, it was not. I you need Laurel it. in competition for like Laurel Entertainment. Oh, I think that's what's so good about her is like even like outside of competition, I think she's like well, but from saying the intensity, but her intensity usually is bred from competition. Like her being a maniac on World of Worlds two is from the competition aspect. Did we do we we didn't One do a my... top we didn't do a top moment. Did we? We did a top. No, we still haven't done that. We it's been in our queue that, to that, do a that's top just, that's, just, that's really difficult. I'd be so much fun because we would be all over the map with that. So just just to put it broad, just to get get us all to agree, that has to be in the top ten, right? Oh the no, Laurel, question. Laurel suck it with the yeah, the Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Oh. Like, <laughs> come on, oh, it's like, so that, good. Is, that is that is that. I don't see how you can say this episode is better than that one, Trace. That's an ungodly take. I just, I like long-term <laughs> storytelling paying off. <laughs> I am a episode, huge fan. That, that episode, it works, obviously, in the vein of the season, because the season at that point was kind of building up to that, and it does, yeah, I yeah. think it fishers out a lot after that. And it but could it's also, be also, even contained in that episode, if you can explain a few things to people, other people watching it, you can get people, ho- like, that, that works as its that's own thing. Okay, yeah. all right. I will give you that that's a fair point. So I would then say the other thing with World of the Worlds 2, I have not rewatched it. I watched it live. I've watched that episode a few. That episode is incredible. I've never rewatched it. I have gone and rewatched that elimination on YouTube. And so, like, I've that re- I would have watched that elimination like once every like week and a half. Or so if, like, if we. Way too so often. People always bring up, and we I think we've talked about it before, like, if you have. Um, if you want to get someone to start watching the show, what season do you show them? I think them? that's the episode. Oh, no. World of Worlds one is the okay. Season. That that was my question: is what what episode yeah. do you show them first? Is is that the that's, episode? That that one episode two of World of Worlds one I could do a little bit too, but I think you need more of like the Hunter Ashley background for that episode to really hit. That episode, the only issue was like I. You don't need to know I think much. You really don't That's need like any Laurel Cara backstory. I think a little bit of backstory on why Johnny and Laurel are throwing the mission is kind of important because Some of the if you is- know the Johnny West background yeah. and the Laurel West background, that that whole episode makes a hell of a lot more sense to it. Well, West isn't the- even in the episode though. I think you need more about the Cara Maria stuff. Right, but she West. was one of the people that helped orchestrate that West Alster in the previous episode. And that's Obviously, easy to understand. Yeah, the the the, su- the the oh my gosh, the suck it with the then just like it's one of the top ten moments in the history of the show, easily like, without easily. question. I was gonna, it I was might gonna even say, be in the top three. Like it's yeah, so I, freaking good. I was gonna say top five, but then we would like start like dancing around with it and like start thinking of things. I just wanted to say a number that everyone was like, yeah, definitely. Well, you had it um, number one on your eliminations, right? Oh yeah, dude! I'd love that elimination. Like, there's like such you—you're just like swinging emotions back and forth. You know what I mean? Because like you come yeah. out there to start, and like if you're the producer, even just like the contrast between the crowd. Yeah, you could not have picked an elimination like that. Ninja would be more likely to win. Like, could you have come up with anything better? Oh uh, no, I wouldn't agree with that. You could have a climbing mission. Like, like this is what she does. Well, but my thing, my, well, I would say that you're you're right. I think that's well. I think it's really greater for the elimination than a pick for the two of them because it shows like what's more important here: climbing ability or height. Because height's really important with that too, just in the ability to put the branches up and 
Because, because like, if you look at what they're doing in Ninja Warrior, they're not just climbing straight up. They're climbing and they're running an obstacle course. Like, it is, don't get me wrong, it's an A-minus setup for Ninja. It's a very good setup for Ninja. But it's it all, is the best I think it's a great setup for both of them, though. for her to win an elimination. Like, well, see, yes. I think that's the best setup for the two of them. I think it's the most entertaining setup you could have gotten. I don't know. I think Laurel's kind of athletic en- enough that she's going to be competitive in pretty much whatever you throw at her, right? As long as it's an athletic thing, yeah. And she's pretty good at puzzles too, isn't she? From what she's I remember, decent. she hasn't been bad. She won. She beat. She Teresa did win on the puzzle line. on free agents. She beat won the yeah. puzzle against Teresa on free agents. Man, she's got to come back. Like she's like she she's my favorite person to have on the show. Like, I, and I don't know if it's close to be honest. Like she's just fire every time she's on. She might not win, but man, does she leave an impression? It's oh, pretty did we awesome. Rob? Oh no, Rob. Big fat fail, Rob. There he is. What'd you there do, dude? Rob. We're back. Shocker. We had some technical difficulties. Uh, we're here to finish off the episode. So we were talking about Laurel. I think we're done with that. We're Let's done. talk about the... Like, what else do we want to talk about this episode? I think after the Devin Josh stuff, that's pretty much it from my end. I mean, we didn't see what happened with the elimination. What, what do we think about CT even going into this elimination, though? Like, this doesn't seem really suited to his strengths. I think Devin nailed it. This is his one shot to go in. He might not get another one, so he has to shoot the shot. Um, for CT, yeah. Um, like, I think he still wins, but I don't think this is a great setup for him. I think the fact that this, if let's let's assume that it's not mercenary and it's just Amber coming back, that would be my guess is what this infiltration is: is Amber's coming back or Toxic T is coming back? My hunch is it's Amber because she's probably still in country, um, and Teresa needed to get home to her kids. I'm sure at that point she's ready to go home. So, um, I think that this it, they they made the comment that it was the same elimination Cam did, but higher and further apart. Devin being much shorter than CT is going to work very badly against him if it is indeed CT. CT is like two inches taller than him. I think it's, I think it's like an inch, yeah, because CT six two and I think Devin six one. From what I remember, we have both of these in our spreadsheet too. Yeah. Either way, I still think that CT is the better athlete and he's going to know how to control his body in that a lot more than Devin. Even if CT struggles in the beginning, he's eventually going to find the rhythm. Whereas Devin, he's in decent shape, but he doesn't strike me as an athlete who's used to controlling his body movements in a physical manner like that. So I, I would tend to put my money on CT doing much better in this. It's crazy that next week we'll lose a guy and that will be episode 12. The last time that we had a guy go home was episode eight. <laughs> because we've lost three women in a row, Teresa, Amber, and Lolo in yeah. nine, 10, 11. Um, and, it, and Nam might not be far behind him because in the episode, yeah. they mentioned multiple times that he hurt his back. And like when he came yeah. out of the water during the daily, I mean, there's a chance he could get medically DQ'd or have to quit. I mean, it's entirely possible. For whatever reason, they just don't usually put that out as a red herring. Usually, if somebody has an injury come up, it, it factors in. To, usually, yeah. it's going home, but it usually factors in at least to some degree at some point. 
And then at that point, I don't know. All right, let's do our power rankings real quick. Let's start to wrap this up. Uh, all right. Here, I need to pull up the spreadsheet. And I don't think this is going to change okay. much on my end. I think that the, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I don't think I we've really can... learned anything major. This no, week. I still think well, Darrell, back. CT, and Fessy are the, are actually. You know what? I would say Darrell, CT, Leroy right now. I think Leroy is in a much better place than Fessy is at the moment. Um, so I think Leroy, Darrell, CT, and Leroy, and then on the female side, whatever I said last week would just ride because it's going to be Casey one. Whoever I had to and whoever I had to. Oh, you said Darrell, CT, Leroy this week. And then for the women, who are you going to have? Casey, and then I can't remember who the other two were, but I would Lolo and Cam. All right, well, Lolo's got to go. So uh, Casey, Cam, and I'll put my girl Nani back in there. Why not? She doesn't seem like she's in any danger of going home. So if she gets her shot at a skull... She's going to get one. So she's probably going to make the final. Just a what? She has to leave Josh, right? If she wins. No. No? No. Why? They're writing this out. Oh, God. That's not good. Funny at number three, then. That kind of was a funny. I thought it was funny. The uh, segment that they had on the relationship between the two of them. Yeah, between Nani and Josh. And. Oh, poor Josh has to happen like every season now. He had that with Amanda on World of the Worlds 1. He had the thing with Georgia on World of the Worlds 2. I forgot about that. I did too. The Georgia-Josh thing. What a weird. That was such a long time ago. What, who was it on Total Madness? Uh, did he, ha- he didn't really have anything going on last season. That's when He's he and Nani started becoming real friends, I, think I guess. They just didn't like each other. All right, who's your overall? Um, Darrell, CT, Casey. Darrell, CT. I feel even better about the Darrell pick now that he's thrown his hat in on the Big Brother Alliance officially now. The fact that he picked a side, I think that is going to help him way more making the final. And if he makes the final, it's hard for me to root against him. All right, Rob. I'm pretty good with my little group I've had. I go CT, um, CT, Darrell, Leroy, then Cam, Amber B, Casey. I still really don't like I just have a weird vibe on Casey. Um, and then uh, Cam, CT, Darrell for the overall. Okay. Mine. I almost want to put CT ahead of Darrell now. I, I, I made that move. What I was talking about before, I think CT makes the move to take Cam and put himself in the best position to make a final. I don't know if Darrell leaves Amber B to get himself a better partner for a final. No, because he's he's directly connected. She's a good partner. Wait, what? Why is it? Why isn't like? But there's a clear chance for him to upgrade at that point if he takes. No, 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 no. You don't want to upgrade. You want to be in the Big Brother Alliance to guarantee you make the final. Well, Casey's in the Big Brother Alliance, and like, no, you, you need to put yourself in the best position possible to win the final. I don't think he takes shortcuts. I wouldn't be opposed to him him trading off, but I, I'm just saying that if your logic holds true, that it doesn't seem likely that he would change partners. There's worse people to be partners with than. Amber like, what have we even gotten the notion that Amber B's that good? Uh, they won that elimination. 
right? Um, the elimination against Amber M. Really, in hope that was a pretty. She that seems, was a that was a gimme. Right, <laughs> representative. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. She seems less than terrible. She seems better than I thought she was at the start of the season. Um, I don't think she's done a lot to like. Like, she could show up and just be. She could show up and be disaster and puzzles. She did. Of JD Endurance, she could just be bad. She did good today. Um, mm-hmm. She did in that elimination where a lot of she's the women... had a lot of camera how visibility we... too for her, this to be her first season. Like the, people like her Anisa? don't usually. How have we not talked about Anissa in the challenge? That was pretty. I mean, I, I expected her to do that though. Where she falls off because we had Josh and Devin who completely missed it. She at least got on the rope. She just couldn't. Yeah, she just couldn't hold. She was up. on the rope for a second and a half, but. I don't know. I feel like that's low hanging fruit, to be honest. Like I didn't expect her to do if, well. If, if, if they ran it right now with CT and Cam versus Drell and Amber B, who do you pick? Probably CT and Cam, but narrowly. I pick um, I picked them like sixty five of thirty five, but I think if Darrell puts if Darrell puts himself with Casey, then what's the odds? I would I would say so you said sixty five thirty five I would probably go like fifty eight um, forty two maybe a little lower. But there, has, if Darrell has Cam or Casey and CT has either Cam or I don't know just not like CT has a lesser partner than him or even an equivalent partner. All right, than so him. we'll pick it out. So if if Darrell has who, like let's say if Darrell has if Darrell just takes Casey, if Darrell has Casey and CT has Cam. Oh, I put. Darrell Casey, like that might be I the would. best. That might be the best best well, what's like grouping you could put together for those two. I maybe like just between those two. Head to head, not even knowing who else is there. Uh, I might go somewhere between like sixty to sixty-five percent that they win. Yeah, like I think a huge swing in the odds. Then that's a yeah. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, a, I'm agreeing that like. Uh, him, him like, going, if you're in order to win anything, that's the mentality you have to have. You have to put yourself in the best position. I don't think he does that. That's why because I, I, think, I think that satisfies kind of what Trace was trying to get across, too, that he still maintains the relationship with the Big Brother Alliance. And at that point, Casey would be incentivized to want to like keep Darrell as a partner, too, because that's what's best for her. Um no, I think that's that's probably the best pair that you can make out of all the people left, right? Not having everyone in front of you. Versus Casey, I think is close. Who? I think Cam versus Casey is close in terms of who I'd prefer in the final. It's close. And there's a few X factors to consider there, okay? So let's say, for instance, it's CT and Cam versus way it stands right now with Darrell and Amber B. I give the edge to CT and Cam just because both of them are good at puzzles and they're both in decent shape. Darrell is by far in the best shape of the four, but he doesn't do puzzles at all. Like just flat out. And we don't know what Amber B can do. So if you have a team of two people who are decent at puzzles and then a team of Darrell with who doesn't do them, and then another competitor, that competitor either has to be really good at them are just average enough that their physical performance can overcome whatever hurdle a puzzle so brings them. CT and Cam to do like the parts of the like the non-running parts of the final better. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Man, this one got those things much better than Drone and Amber B do. Mm-hmm. This one is in the bag for Casey or Cam. You know what I mean? They're going to win this. Like, what kind of odds would I have to give you here to take the field? I like, the two of them. Yeah, dude. Like, look at this. 
it's those two versus Amber B, Anissa, well, Gabby, think, Nami, think, Big T. It's going to be I one think of those Amber two. B, if Amber B is able to stick with Darrell, I think she's got a shot. Like, yeah, I, I, I would. I would take Amber B, Darrell over. Well, Casey Leroy is tough too. You know, I think you'd have to give me six to one. Like, because I mean, it's hard to bet against Casey and Cam with the crop of people that are left. Like, it's which, really difficult. It makes it even more crazy that Lolo left. You know what I yes. mean? Like, <sighs> if she'd have you, stuck like, this she out, she a good spot. She would like he like she honestly was like not in a bad spot. Like, she's probably going to get against because Casey and Cam both already have skulls. She's going to get like someone like yet. Yeah, that's right. Like the, she's going to get a, a good shot to get against get again get get a skull against someone that's not that great. And then it's probably going to be like, Gabby is who it would have been. It Gabby. probably would have been Gabby. Or big and, and she's not our big it's team. Like, what are you doing? Like she just really really didn't care if she was on the show. I think yeah, um, that's why I'm saying the challenge mentally broke her, and she wasn't thinking like it really was. Like she was so she she was so mentally wound up and just watching her on the previous season. She's she's a, she's not crazy, but she's just a little high strung, like really high strung for it, man. Like I, I just like you just have to. It's, I don't even think it's the high strung thing because you've seen people who are like you would consider a high strung show up on the show and be fine. This is like how ridiculous I think this is. So I'm going to put Amber B third two for the women and like. I don't even think Amber, like, we don't know anything about her. You know what I mean? That's how the rest of the I, cast I, is. I have her, too, is because she gets a crazy you know, amount of screen time and it's Darrell's partner. So I'm going to go Casey, Cam, and I guess Amber B. You know what I mean? Because that's where we're at. Like, you could, I mean, unless you want to put Gabby in there. Yeah, it wouldn't feel phenomenal about that. Like, mm. or Big T, no. like... Big like tea. those big, those big T futures that we were talking about a few weeks ago are looking great. <laughs> Maybe the, 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 the big T to make the final is getting yeah. more than more likely with the attrition rate right now. Yeah, I mean, maybe big T sticks it out, and they're the the heartwarming story that wins the challenge. Double agents. Yeah, all, we're we're like one COVID outbreak in the house away from that happening right now. Like yeah. it's it's not the that good far news off. is is we know that's not happening because the producers already announced they got through the whole season without a single positive case that's from the whole crew. I don't know. Iceland had like next to negative cases, so if they got to Iceland and they stayed clean after they were through with quarantine, there was I mean the chance would be so remote. It's ridiculous. So now that CT is pretty much going to get a skull, I'm operating under the assumption at this point that he's getting a skull for my overall rankings. I'm going to... I've never been worried about who has the skull or who doesn't. No, I still think there's going to be some janky well, because... twist because they love janky twists and they haven't really done a real twist we yet. It's coming. We security breach that for all we know is going to throw 10,000, you know... We didn't... Like, we didn't know who CT was going to go against in an elimination, though. You know what I mean? And it was getting down to the point where he could have had a tough matchup in an elimination. Like, he could have gotten Darrell or something like that. Or he could have gone against, I don't know, who's left. Um, that was that was my only apprehension. Um, and if it was, like, e- even though I didn't think it was going to be the case that they had to go against someone that had a skull to get a skull, like, there was that possibility. Um, so I'm going to go... Casey, 
I mean, it's pretty much a lock that it's Casey and Cam, isn't it? So I'm going to go Casey, Cam, and Fessy, I guess. Like, it, it's going to be Casey or Cam that win for the women. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I see any other if Amberby gets to the final, has Darrell as a partner, I think they have a shot. They do have a shot. And that's also assuming they stay partners. You know, like this could all go out the window if, if it's not CT partners. Cam versus Amber B. Darrell, that it was 60 40 for CT Cam. So there's a shot for Amber B to win if she's got Darrell. And you could say the same thing about Nani. I mean, I, I know that I put her in my power ranking, so I'm not just cheerleading someone I've picked. But like. There is so much that could happen here. Like, I'm still not convinced these teams are running the finals together. Like, I'm not. Like, you until they get there and actually execute it, I will be surprised. I think that Nani is a pretty decent tier below even Amber B. I just asked Pat what his hot take on this episode is. Have you talked oh, to you him did. about it yet? Yeah. Is it in our text thread? You have to I just send it out. And he has a two uh, two year old kids that he's uh, putting to bed. Probably doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. It's his phone's. On, what do you mean? He's not going to read it. No, we'll I don't read my text at night, and my phone buzzes all night long, so yeah. it doesn't matter. He'll get it when he gets it. You don't have it on. <laughs> you don't have your phone on like that sleep mode. Where it's, it's on D and D after midnight. But I. But if you are in my favorites, like our challenge group is in my favorites, so it comes. It still through. shows up. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so we've done power rankings. Do we want to cover some other hot news in the challenge world before we sign off? Yeah, we can talk about the OG season. So, which is now called the Challenge All Stars. Throwback. And as we predicted or speculated, it is a, going to be a Paramount Plus exclusive. So it is an exclusive. Yes, yeah. it is airing one hundred percent. And then the other hot news that came out of the press release is Road Rules is coming back to Paramount Plus as yeah, an exclusive. I am beyond. That also gives me hope. If they are restarting Road Rules, we're getting all the Road Rules seasons on Paramount Plus Wait, at some so point. so they're starting up the show again? Yes, a brand new version of Road Rules. What they're going to do is they're going to drop them somewhere remote in the RV and they have to kind of work their way through challenges. And if they make it to the end, then they win money. But it's apparently you, supposed to be progressively harder than what Road Rules used to be. Would you be more or less interested in it if it was entirely new people or yeah. if it was people that were just on the challenge? I want all new people because now we're getting a feeder system back for the challenge that is within the challenge family of shows. I don't think that and, that's going to be a very popular feeder system with how they build out the show now. It depends, though. I think maybe we get a person or two, but I think with I think they just prefer getting these people from bigger CBS shows because it bring it brings in their network, it builds the audience. You know what I mean? That's what they love. That's why they love doing bring on Natalie. But see, here's the thing: people they have such a more of a phone. Why can't they build it like Survivor does? Where okay, let's say half the cast is new cast members, and the other half are from other Paramount family shows. That would make sense to me. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, like I'm good with it either way. I'm just happy road rules is coming back. Even if the format is somewhat different, I'm just excited, which also tells me that the, with the real world reunion coming to Paramount plus, once we come kind of out of this COVID pandemic, I wouldn't be shocked to see, we see a press release about the real world coming back as a Paramount exclusive either. So do we know when, did it give any indication of when this will air? No, but my assumption is, is they gave a premiere date for the real world reunion. 
So that is going to be like a six episode thing that they release weekly. So my guess is they will show all six of those and then they will cycle to the challenge all stars. At I that do point. think they have a decent amount of time just because it's hard for me to see them airing it over the top of this. They did that before with champs versus on vendettas, but that was such a chaotic time. It's, on the show. I don't it's, think they it seems like, yeah, it seems like this is going to happen. Like, as Double Agents is ending, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I would think that it happens after Double Agents concludes. I yeah, would that's hope, what I mean. I don't like it when they do it over the top like that. They're going to have like, a Nissan both seasons. Like, that but work. here's the thing. We we were talking last time, and so I missed last week, so that sucked. I uh, hated I missed last week. But two weeks ago when we talked, um, we started speculating. We don't know what the numbers for CBS All Access is for the challenge. I think the numbers are a lot higher for streaming the old challenge seasons than we realize. If you look, um, Johnny Bananas posted a photo of the Paramount uh, gates in California. The challenge in his picture is near front and center of the Paramount gates as part of the Paramount network promotion. So like they are using the challenge as the representative for the, like SpongeBob is the Nickelodeon picture. Johnny Bananas and the Challenge is the MTV picture. So CBS views the challenge as the flagship show for MTV. No matter how MTV treats it, Paramount and CBS see it as the most important property for MTV. Yeah, it's just a, like a, a more dedicated audience, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's also not as the, the way the challenge has evolved now, too. It's not as niche as it used to be. Like Teen Mom has a very narrow viewership you know what i mean like there is only a certain segment of an audience that's going to watch teen mom i'm not going to watch teen mom i mean i'm in my 30s it's just not my thing um the like ghost ghosted these things and like the the catfish yeah that stuff appeals to high school college like it's not appealing but the challenge now that you've got people from survivor big brother the challenge veterans you've got international like that is a property that is marketable across multiple demographics at this point there was uh when i was in college so this was when i was like i think i had just graduated i was like 22 or 23 and my roommate at the time was seeing this girl who had a kid uh when she was like like in her teens and the kid was like a little bit older and there was one night when his girlfriend came over and was hanging out and her friend came over. I ended up hooking up with her. And then the next morning we were hanging out and they were watching teen mom. And the girl that I had hooked up with also had a kid when she was like either in her teens or like early twenties. And I was like, this has to be like, well, one it's like, okay, so this is who's watching teen mom. Right. Two, like, this has to be, like, so weird for them watching this. You know what I mean? Because it's exactly, like, what they went through. Like, how many, like, what percentage of people do you think have parents that had them when they were in their teens? I have no idea. I think, what you think. Like, what do you I think? I don't though? know. Like, do you That's think that a number, number that I don't even want to speculate on. I don't even, I don't even want to venture a guess because I don't do want to offend over, somebody on that over one. Over or under... I don't think that would offend anyone. Do you think it's, I, I'm, and I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it's like, yeah. it would be a more difficult time to have a child than if you were like a little bit older. That, so do you think that number is I think you look at the teen pregnancy rate in a high school, but that's going to vary over the country. It's going to vary by state. It's going to vary by a lot. So, I mean, I would say the national. I would say under 10%. Yeah, I think that's probably right. 
It's probably hovering near that number, though, because if you think about like a high school that has a thousand students, 10% is a hundred and that ain't happening. But in a certain demographic area, like especially in the rural South out in the sticks, man, the teen pregnancy rates way higher because they don't do sex ed. They don't pass out condoms in the schools. They don't do things to help teenagers that are going to go ahead and have sex protect it well. You know what I mean? So depending on where you are, that rate would be higher or lower. So the national average is not going to be representative of a large portion of high schools around the country. I really want to figure this out now. <laughs> well, while you figure that out, um, we're going to have like an hour and 40 minute episode. Yeah, I don't want to do that. So uh, the other thing that we could talk about coming out of the announcement is Johnny Bananas has a new show premiering on NBC that was announced today. Oh, nice. How many, so, how many announcements do we have come out? So like Johnny Bananas is now the brand new host of Celebrity Sleepover. And apparently it is a show where he is being filmed like in his pajamas in a set bedroom. And he is like doing one-on-one interviews with a celebrity over the span of a few minutes of, I don't know how long the episodes are, but it's supposed to air on NBC. So, I mean. So is it like, is it like LeBron show where they're in the, like the shop where they're in the barbershop? Kind of, yeah. I think it's something like that. For now, for the pandemic. Johnny doing it. Like LeBron gets the barbershop. Kevin Hart gets like the ice bath. And LeBron's in what? Johnny's in a sleeping bag? Well, no. He was wearing like a robe and he had like a sleep mask on his forehead on the picture I saw. Like, But that tells you a lot that Johnny is in demand for hosting these types of shows. To me, it was a clue that we might not see him on the challenge again. And if we do see him on the challenge again, I wouldn't be shocked if he's one of those people that goes on for a visibility spike and to help promote the challenge. But then like he finds a way to go home by like the fourth episode. That way he can get back to these other commitments because these other commitments are a more long term play for him to financially like he can't do the challenge forever. At some point, the point of total mass is his last season, even though he won. I don't think it was like a great character performance. And I don't know that right, he so might even care, but we'll see. I don't know. I have the answer. It's four. So in 2018, they have it for a bunch of different years, but in 2018, under 20, uh, which would technically be all teens, 4.79%. So pretty much like 5%. Sounds yeah. about right. And in some areas, that number would be higher, but the national average would be that. Because if you were to go to the high school down the road from me, it's like 2000 kids. There's no way that there's that many teen moms having babies at the high school down the street. Over 50 is 0.03%, which I feel like is still higher than I would have guessed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I buy that. What is that? Three tenths. Well, I didn't say that's the number that get pregnant and, you know, terminate them. I'm saying that's the number that actually have the baby and move forward. Correct. Correct. Um, well, that's cool about Johnny's show. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. So was that in the, the press release too, or did that happen recently? No, it was a completely separate thing. It was on his Instagram. And they dropped these all today just because they announced the Paramount Plus package? I I bet you Johnny did do that for a reason, because he posted on his Instagram the picture of the Paramount Gates, the whole thing. So like, I kind of just pulled that those two bits off his Instagram. But he specifically called out NBC, tagged them in it. He tagged his first celebrity um, the first celebrity he tagged was Tiffany Amber Thiessen. So there's a there's a possibility that the celebrity sleepover could be for the Peacock Network because Tiffany Amber Thiessen starring in the Saved by the Bell reboot. So 
this might not be that big of a deal, but it's enough of a deal that he's getting steady work outside of the challenge in Hollywood now. Who's on the Save by the Bell reboot? Uh, everybody but Screech, who R.I.P. He's dead, and Lisa Turtle because there's issues there. But the four main like Slater, Jesse, Kelly, and Zach are all on it. That that can't be something you watch, right? Yes, it is. Uh, I don't know. It depends on like kind of what what, what tone is it going to have. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, it's like... it's campy. Like they're totally making fun of the original show. Like What's just tongue in cheek the whole way through. Like Zach Morris is the governor of California. Okay, like is he, is he like Arnold or what? What is he like? Uh, he's incompetent. Like he's literally incompetent. Like the first episode is. Is he being photographed? Man, in he looks pretty old now. Holy cow! Have you guys seen this photo? Whoa! Yeah. Here, I'm gonna well, throw he this was in the a, chat. He is like actually sneaky good as an actor. He did the show on Fox a couple years ago that I wish had been picked up for a second season. It was called Pitch. It was about the first female big league pitcher. And he was like the aging oh, yeah. veteran catcher. It was a great show, but the ratings just did not pull through I, on it. I heard about that. I never actually saw an episode, but I heard it was really good. It um, was. Like it, it legitimately is it was a solid show, and if it's streaming somewhere, I tell everybody to watch it because it is really good. I it was have on a Fox. Number. It was on Fox. It was called Pitch. So I is that what he looked? Uh, is that what he? Lo- I did not plan to. No, he ha- he looked like a normal person on the Saved by the Bell reboot. He's got the awful wig for his hair and all that stuff, so he looks okay. way worse. That's what I was going to ask if he actually looks like that. No, he looks like he does in pitch. He's got like longer hair that's jet black and he's got a beard and stuff. What's his natural hair color? Black or brown. So did he dye his hair for the show? Mm hmm. Huh. That you was also the style of-, of the early 90s. You have to remember early 90s was all about blonde and neon. So like it was not that was a style. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely after the. Saved by the Air, Bell era, Rob. Yeah, because I was alive when it was airing on Saturday morning and was watching it and was watching it. So, like, there is a certain nostalgia that I like about the new show. I was just watching ESPN as a child, so I was never big on all the, the, whatever the children's sitcom was of the day. Yeah. Right, we got anyway, I've gone way off the rails. But, yeah, so those are the big news items. The Challenge All-Stars is coming. And I had a one of these things is not like the other moment when I saw the 15 second promo. They show Beth, they show Mark Long, they show they show Ruthie, they show Arissa, and then they showed Trishel and Big Easy. Like Big Easy is one of the big names they were promoting, and I was shocked, like shocked. I tell you that that's who they were. With that promo, it gives off the vibe like it's going to be kind of intense, right? Yeah, it does. You know, helmet with like the mohawk thing on it. Well, the news that came out was it's basically the same version of the show we have now, but just slightly toned down. Like it's apparently the same deal, and they're going for half a million dollars. Like I expected it to be two fifty max, and half a million. That'll attract some people to come on the show. Like that will lure some people the, out of retirement. What are the odds we're setting on like an Arissa Katie Hall brawl? <laughs> Katie probably wins, right? <sighs> what what do I know, dude? I have no clue what they're gonna show up. I with. cannot wait to watch this show. Like I am so excited to cover this show. Have, like Beth trying to run the War of the Worlds one final. <laughs> And I guess we should tell everyone that now that we do plan to cover this in some way, shape, or form, unless how we don't know yet. Yeah, like <laughs> we just got to leave that open ended. Yeah, like we don't know. 
like we need what? to focus on under promising and over delivering instead of the inverse. Yeah, our OG preview took three weeks of scheduling conflicts and people getting sick and everything else it. to happen. We did it. We made it happen. <laughs> and with that, uh, go listen to that episode if you haven't and you're interested in the upcoming All-Star season. Um, Our merch is currently 35% off the suggested retail price for the next 48 hours. So if you've been thinking about buying some merch, 35% off on t-shirts right now. Do it. BigDubDiesel.com, dub with two Bs, and we'll leave the link to that in the show notes. If you'd leave us a rating and review, we would sincerely appreciate that as well on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. If you're watching us on Pat Mayo's YouTube channel, you can subscribe to us on our YouTube channel to see the full video um, or on iTunes to get the podcast version. Um, and if I think that's it. Oh, and if you want to send us a listener email, you can reach us at thechallengechronicle at gmail.com. And with that, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.